presents the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. Finally, The Rock has come back home. Scotty Villa brings you your new favorite pro wrestling podcast. There is nothing you could do that is more dangerous than wrestling CM Punk. He's got the latest in covering all of the major promotions in professional wrestling. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Breaking news and hot topics. He's covering everything from Monday night till Sunday night's main event. I'm the hottest thing in professional wrestling. I'm Dr. Rit Baker. D. And we never forget to go old school. I was rowdy before rowdy was cool. From the golden era. The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. To the attitude era. And if you're not done with that... To the revolution. It's about the 14 years it took me to go from undesirable to ungoddamn deniable. And everything in between. This is your pro wrestling podcast. This is in my house. Give me a hell yeah! Hey, it is the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. Scotty Vinton here and Paralegal Mike are back. We've got another little fun show for you fellas and ladies and everyone in between. How are you, brother? Hey, hey, doing well. <laughs> We're another week energy. talking pro wrestling. There's no delay. Fun fact, it'll be better this week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it won't be a direct shot at my internet provider. Um, it might be. <laughs> it might be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we chatted about it last week, dude. That it's we're kind of in like the the wrestling lull, like after SummerSlam and then before Survivor Series. Uh, it's, it's that bit of a lull, right? And AEW's picked up a pay per view with Wrestle Dream coming up at the beginning of October. Uh, we've got Fast Lane coming up, Mike. It's a fast lane. I'm going fast it's, over it's here. Fast lane. This yeah. is the lane to go fast. You know, fast lane. <laughs> <laughs> and, but that's kind of it right now. I watched a good chunk of Monday Night Raw this week and enjoyed it. Enjoyed for for what it was. It's still too bloody long and there's still too much filler in there, but there are some really good things that are happening there. So uh, I'm starting to get a little bit more hyped about watching Monday Night Raw each week with the uh, the Jay Uso storyline is 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 very well done right now because it's going in many different directions with many different people, and I like it. Great! Can't <laughs> wait for each week after Monday night. Hear more about main event Jay Uso. The people love him. The people love him, dude. You've seen the clips. The whole crowd the, is listen. The arms people up, love him down. for now. He he can do it. I, I'm I'm fully on board with Jay Uso right now. He can do it. He's got this. As long as the storyline is there, he can do it. You've you've been involved with Jey Uso. You're all for it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Prove me wrong, Jey Uso. 
prove me wrong. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, AEW Grand Slam, which is not airing yet as of this recording, but it's looking to be a fun show. But man, oh man, dude, ticket sales for that show are not good. Like they're in Arthur uh, Ashe mm-hmm. and they had some, almost 20,000 people. The first one, the second one last year, I think was down to 16 or 14,000. Last I checked this morning, and this will be outdated obviously by the time this airs, but they weren't even at 7,000 yet. So remember when we talked about that moment that killed AEW? Yep. Ouchie. Hate to be that guy, but <laughs> not yeah. looking great. And I'm just, we weren't even planning on talking about this, but I'm blown away that they can go from having the biggest show ever. Mm-hmm. to struggling this bad. And it almost reminds me of when Ring of Honor New Japan ran the garden, Madison Square Garden a few years ago. Yeah, And I was like, holy shit, like Ring of Honor must be on fire. Obviously, the Bullet Club was heavily involved in both companies. They got the garden, which was untouchable for years because of the Fed. And then nothing. Like Ring of Honor didn't follow up at all with any of that momentum and i'm starting to wonder like tony what are we doing here with AEW? like i know you're trying real hard but man there's not a lot of momentum going on with AEW right now yeah i don't know if that's again can we contribute that to the fallout of cm punk leaving the company or just interest in that product yeah it it's so hard to say because I'm I'm enjoying Joe and Adam Cole and MJF, that whole deal. Yes. Uh, I'm enjoying what's happening with uh, Tony Storm and her character change and now fighting uh, Soraya, which was they were in a faction three weeks ago and now they're facing each other. The thing is, though, like it's hard for us up here in Canada because unless you're going to pl- pay an extra amount of money per month, you can't see. AW Collision or Rampage, unless you're playing paying that premium on TSM Plus, yeah. which I'm not going to do. I so, don't blame you. Yeah, so you know the tag titles are over there, as well as I believe the trios titles are over there as well. What that's where they're being featured so much right now. So there's tag team wrestling, like to me, important tag team wrestling that matters because they're championships. That's gone. Uh, Mox, I like the guy, but. All of his matches are kind of the same right now, and I don't ever feel like he's going to lose, so I don't feel like he's ever in any peril or trouble. Brian Danielson is heavily on collision and doing great things with Ricky Starks, but again, behind a paywall, I got to follow along on social media. So that's a that's a struggle for us up here, but I mean, even in the States, it's not resonating. Yeah, they're in, in a tough spot because college football and NFL football are pretty much everything that's all that people care about in the States right now when it comes to sports or entertainment. So it's well, hard to battle. I, again, we, I mean, you mentioned the CM Punk part of it, but like, I haven't seen a lot of change in AEW programming, even when Punk was around, obviously fan bases seeing it. Yeah. There's diehards. Of course we love AEW. Mm-hmm. Don't get it wrong. I love AEW, but the fed has been able just to keep themselves so goddamn relevant forever especially now with his deal going through obviously what we're going to talk about on the show today helps boost your ratings when you have superstars who can come back and really draw i think 
again, hate to say this, in the next two years, I'd say there would be no more AEW if this keeps up. I'm not going to go that far. I think they need to restructure a little bit of their business. They need to stop running buildings that they can't fill. I, I, I'm right there with you. But when you're competing and wanting to compete with the show, think about it. Impact doesn't compete. Sure, it's program. Tape. But it, taped, sure. But they stay in business because they, they tape their show and they tape it in a small room. And they can make it look like there's a lot of people in that small room. NXT is also smart. We do it in this room. And granted, I think NXT would probably move seats better than AEW at this point. The way things have been going with NXT, there's a lot of buzz with NXT's storylines right now. And the amount of, that they use everyone on the roster, men and women, it's it's yeah. uh, pretty impressive. But yeah, go on. I, I just think my worry is if AEW was to fold, here's, here's what I was getting at. If it was to fold as a company, there's a lot of men and women on that roster, and there ain't enough jobs everywhere for those men and women. Yeah, I I don't think we're anywhere close to that. I think, obviously, there's probably been meetings and scramblings because the big talk is we're not filling these arenas. And I think with this show coming up Grand Slam in Arthur Ashe not even hitting 10,000, that's a major red flag. The the one thing that AEW does too is they run the same markets a lot. Like they don't mm-hmm. go outside of places they've already been. And for the past four years, they've kind of saturated those markets heavily. So people can't afford it. They just can't I'd afford say to go to wrestling every three weeks. From a network standpoint, if you're Warner, your conversation is when is this turning around? Because there is programming that could still get ad buys that aren't you. Yeah. So, I mean, like being reliant upon having a significant TV deal, which they do, you've got three programs across two networks. Mm-hmm. Granted, same same family of networks, but we are giving you ample programming across this. And ratings have stayed stagnant. Clearly, attendance for the show itself live is very much so dwindling. At some point, when do you make a change? When are we going to stop with like, you don't get the Friday night show? Yeah. When you start seeing that cut, then you know, like, uh oh. Yeah. Rampage is the first to go. It has to be. Unless you're making that a, a Ring of Honor show and it's almost just there for programming to fill a slot on on that channel rampage just isn't doing it like they've had the bucks on there they've had the hardys on there this like every name you could imagine that's the biggest names and outside of punk's return it hasn't even come close to that friday night's just a tough slot to begin with let's be honest oh so is it i mean is is it tough i believe it that late because i believe it comes on at 10 p.m eastern time which is like sure the latest slot but i mean smackdown's doing real well on friday per- perfect segue into smackdown doing really well on a friday i see the hat you're in do you, do you let's smell? talk about it do you smell let's it? talk about friday night smackdown everyone is saying this has been one of the best smackdowns in a very very long time and there's no surprise everyone listening 
already knows this and has seen it and seen it online. The Rock made a surprise return to WWE this past Friday on SmackDown with Pat McAfee and a great in-ring segment with Austin Theory. But we got to talk about that pop first of all. SmackDown starts with Pat McAfee coming out. And like already a, a hellacious pop for yeah, it's beloved, beloved with that the WWE universe. So that already is just like oh, okay, yeah, it, it it was great. I I'm dying for Pat McAfee to come back to WWE commentary, but that's not happening anytime soon. It but, was absolutely not. But when you can pop in, when you can, they're always going to have him because Pat is a draw. Yeah, he is beloved for his stint in in the Fed. I mean, and also good way to get it going with um, the piece of shit Austin Theory. <laughs> yeah, Theory comes out, interrupts him, talks down the people. Pat McAfee says this is the wrong show to be talking down the people. And obviously we all know the music hits and the place explodes because The Rock makes a surprising return to SmackDown. Now, people are already tuning into SmackDown because John Cena's on the show. Uh, yep. He's back for his little run. So I think even before the rock had come out. I, I believe they were going to get a really, really strong number ratings wise, but man, oh man, I truly believe that the second the rocks music hit, people were going old school, calling their friends, calling their buddies. Holy the, shit. The rocks on smack. The numbers showed that. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing pop. When that music hits, um, I recorded the audio for it at work uh, yesterday. And when you see the audio spikes, it's it's big when he when the music hits, but when he comes out of the entrance, it spikes even more higher. Well, yeah. it was a double pop, dude, and so awesome, so great to see. And the Denver crowd loved it, dude. It was so much fun, and and I I don't like sometimes when everyone's like, "This is wrestling's great," this this and that, but you're basing it on a surprise because you didn't know. That's not happening every week. That's not the real show, but take it while you can kind of thing. So yeah, I kind of go back and forth, but it it was a great segment. The rock comes out. Finally, the rock has come back to Denver, huge pop. Pat McAfee kind of just backs off into the corner and just lets a rock do his <laughs> thing. And Austin theory held his own. He did very well on the mic with the rock went back and forth. The rock starts a nice little chant with the crowd. One side to say you are the other side, say an asshole. An asshole. Yep. And they went back and forth on that for a few minutes, which I'm glad they let it just breathe and let it play out and didn't have a producer going, Kate, let's let's keep moving. Like you could tell that they told The Rock, take whatever time you need. Listen, Dwayne's showing up. No producer is going to be like, you got seven minutes, Dwayne. <laughs> yeah. yeah. His the entrance old man behind the desk. Yeah. It ain't, you get seven minutes, Dwayne. Yeah. His entrance is showing up. Here's your time. Yeah, before he even says a word, it's been over seven minutes from the time the music hits. But you had said off air really quick there that just the reaction of and Austin Theory playing off of the rock and the crowd <laughs> chanting was was <laughs> great heel work. I okay, so like obviously the internet blew the blew the fuck up. And I was like, oh, you're so negative paralegal Mike. Uh yeah, it's great the rock's back. This wasn't the greatest return of the rock. No, this was uh, this was fine. I laughed at Austin Theory just mouthing, I'm not, I'm not an asshole. <laughs> like it's just so funny to me. Um, it's always exciting to see the rock. It's gonna be exciting to see what they do with Dwayne. I don't think 
you're going to see him a whole lot, but when he pops in, it's going to build to obviously what we know is going to be a WrestleMania match. Mike, that's what I want to get into next. And yeah. before we get into that, I'm going to lay some groundwork. I'm going to play a little clip here from earlier in that day. Pat McAfee show airs on YouTube and ESPN. And they're in Denver for the big Denver State versus University of Colorado college football game. And on the show was The Rock. The Rock came on to Pat McAfee's show. So there was a, like a little bit of rumor like, is The Rock showing up at SmackDown tonight? Because they're all in Denver. They're all in Colorado. And yes, the answer is yes. Yeah. You know, so on the show, Pat McAfee's, you know, they're talking football. They're talking Deion Sanders, a lot of stuff. But then it obviously turns to WWE. And what you're going to hear here is Pat McAfee asking the one question that we would have all asked Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Last year in LA. <laughs> yeah. So far. Uh-huh. Roman obviously on an incredible run. Yeah. The bloodline, huh? Yeah. They're not talking about my bloodline. No. They're not talking about Connor's <laughs> nope, bloodline. Definitely not. Ty's definitely not. Nope. Mm. Tones, no. AJ Hawk's bloodline runs real deep. They're not yeah. talking about it. They were talking about uh yeah. your bloodline. So that story was a big one. The Rock and Roman, SoFi, LA. How close? Did that ever and was that close? All right. So the the Rock uh, headlining WrestleMania with Roman Reigns. SoFi Stadium, uh, that was locked. What? Oh. We were. D- <laughs> no way. We, we were doing it. We no, we 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 were doing it. We were doing it. But let me just tell you. So, uh, about in in the beginning of 2022, um, Nick Khan, who we know, shout friend out to of Nick, ours, shout out very Nick. good friend, Dog. long time for years. Dog. Yeah. Uh, he's the man. He was very instrumental in bringing Vince and I together. We all flew to L.A. We met, we sat, this is the beginning in 2022, and we broke out <laughs> Terramana, we toasted life, yeah, toasted yeah. the business we love, and about an hour later, we started talking about the potential of what this match could be between yeah. myself and Roman Reigns headlining WrestleMania at SoFi. And we shook hands and we hugged right there, all three of us at the table and said, let's do this. And so the North Star though, so then we had a year mm-hmm. to yeah. really think about this. Yeah. So the North Star, thought was, okay, let's not do something good, let's not do something great, let's do something unprecedented. And it was in, what can we create for the fans that has never been done before? A match, great. Roman, incredible athlete, he's gonna be on Mount Rushmore. Super handsome. Super handsome, good dude, my cousin, family, amazing. We can have the match, but the bigger thought was, what can we do for the fans in this business that we love that will, uh, where, where WrestleMania isn't the end of something, it's actually the beginning mm-hmm. of something bigger. Got it. So. So what happened? <laughs> so <laughs> we got really, really close, but we couldn't actually yeah. nail what yeah. that thing was. So we decided to put our pencils down, and then we agreed, hey, listen, there's, uh, there is a merger coming up. Eventually that will happen. There's WrestleMania in Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, there's the eyebrow. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> what are you saying? Whoa. I'm, I'm saying, I'm Whoa. saying that that's a potential too. So oh, okay. Open, yeah. open, open. Yeah. I'm open. I'm open. Okay. I'm open. But again, let's figure out what that is because the fans deserve something just incredible and unprecedented. And not only that, but also want to deliver to the locker room and the boys and the, and the girls back there are working their asses off. What can we do to put them in a position where they're part of something that is a new change, an era in this world of pro wrestling? So there it is, pal. Pat McAfee straight up says, 
what happened with WrestleMania 39? Were you booked on that show? Was that just rumor? What happened there? And you hear The Rock say, yeah, 39 was locked in. But after talking, after going through everything, the creative just wasn't there to get going to get to WrestleMania. I agree. It's, so do I. What, what an awesome thing to say. Because, like, out of all people, like, yeah, Dwayne's coming back. Creative's got to make sense. No offense to John Cena, but, like, Cena's coming back to do the fucking one-off. Dwayne ain't coming back for a one-off. No. and like Unless one... he's breaking another record. Like, <laughs> right? We, we get Dwayne, and it's like, I'm making a WrestleMania moment. If Dwayne's getting booked for the main event of WrestleMania, where you're going to arguably have to work at least 20 minutes, it better be worth my fucking time to to fill seats for sure. He had so many interesting nuggets in there too, where he had said that they had discussed where WrestleMania, maybe not be the end of a storyline, but be the, the beginning of something. Oh yeah. And I, I'm going to put a pin in that for a second, but a lot of people were bitching saying the rock and WrestleMania. How, how is there no creative? How do you not find creative for the rock coming back to WrestleMania? And I think it's very easy. I think, in my opinion, they said, yeah, it, it makes sense to have The Rock at WrestleMania. But we're, we've invested so much time and energy into Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. We can't derail that now just for a one-off or whatever it is. The Bloodline storyline is so hot with Sammy and Kevin and the Usos. And then Cody Rhodes coming back, winning the Rumble, and getting and calling out... Roman Reigns to quote unquote finish the story to get to that main event. <laughs> That's the creative that got in the way. And the, I, in my opinion, yeah, the Rock the, probably said that makes sense. There's no spot. That's for the me better right creative. Now. Run with run with the better creative. Absolutely. And then knowing that Roman was, how do I put this? Roman knowing that Roman was going to bullshit his way to winning at Mania over Cody Rhodes. I think they just saw that opportunity of like, hey, we've got more time to build towards this. We've got more time to figure out how to get to the next WrestleMania and see if we can get The Rock involved. And a lot of people are like, well, you got two nights of WrestleMania. How do you not figure it out? I'm like, well, let's be honest. The Rock's not going to main event night one of WrestleMania if he doesn't no. really need to. So you've got time. People wanted to rush this. And yes, it makes sense. Roman versus The Rock. The Rock in the Bloodline storyline is what everyone's fantasy booked as the end game for the Bloodline storyline for Roman Reigns being the guy to get the torch from The Rock to officially be the head of the table for the Samoan dynasty. But we don't need to rush into it. I think that's what The Rock didn't say, but meant when he said that creative just wasn't there or the WrestleMania 39. And, and I mean, thank God Scotty V is here to speak for Dwayne Rock Johnson. <laughs> We're best friends. Um, with that being said, so I love this because the internet now all of us like fucking Dwayne for this mania. So we just don't want to finish Cody's story. Like this is how quick the internet doesn't fucking care about Cody's story. Yeah. I just like and sitting there uh, talking with Scotty Via, the Cody Rhodes Mark. At this point, what you're saying after 39 is, yeah, no, this story is going to be lesser. Like, we're not going to run. We're not running Cody and, and Roman at Mania. We're, we're, we're running Roman and, and Dwayne. 
So where does that leave Cody? Beating Seth for the title that doesn't finish the story? We can't do that. That's not the story that's being told. It has nothing to do with finishing. Guess story. what? That story is completely useless now. Yeah. They brought Dwayne out. They sparked the fire. They chose that. Now it's where you go forward. Is Dwayne going to be in the Rumble? I think if The Rock is coming back for Roman at Mania, I think you have to start at the Rumble. Whether he's in the Rumble or not. He, he wins the fucking Rumble. I haven't really sat down to book the rumble through mania yet. Not going to haven't done it yet. Well, yeah, I, we're not, we're, we're far out, but yeah, Dwayne showing up here for that one off. Sure. could just be an exciting thing. But if you're pushing that Dwayne wins a fucking rumble, you handed it to Cody. Why can't you just hand it to fucking Dwayne? A- absolutely. Just makes sense. It does. I would like to see a different route. I'd like to see some sort of, and I know this won't happen, so it sucks, but I'd like to see, Dwayne have to run a bit of a gauntlet and have to end up fighting either Cody or Brock at some point. No. I know it's not going to happen. I know Dwayne but... ain't running a fucking gauntlet. Are you? I know, but I'm not saying all in one night. But at the Rumble, he has a match, and then at uh, whatever the next pay per view is before Mania, some sort of match. Like that's the thing. Everyone's trying to figure out how do you figure out uh, Roman fighting the Rock at WrestleMania, but also Cody finishing the story. And I think there's a way to do it, but it won't end with the rock and Roman main eventing on night two of WrestleMania. I, I think there is a way of doing it and it's how much cards you're going to put in or how much stock you're putting into Cody Rhodes. Because for me at this point, you have the fuckers just have a triple threat. Cody beats them both. I don't like that. I don't want a triple threat. Like, Hey, no, listen, want, but if you, how much stock are you putting into Cody? Because if you're putting it in him, then he's beating fucking Dwayne too. Because that's uh, putting stock into somebody. I don't think that's necessary. I, I will bite on the stock bit from you. I think on night one of WrestleMania, it is main evented by Roman Reigns versus The Rock for the title. Roman wins. But also on night one of WrestleMania, Cody fights someone as well. So now both guys are fighting twice. There's no one more fresh, no one more beat up. They both fight. Who does Cody fight? I don't know. But how do, do you bring somebody back that's almost on equal level? There's no one really left that's on equal level that we haven't seen in a long time. And uh, so that's that would be my one thing where I can't figure out quite yet. But I think if that's um, the case, both guys have to work night one and night two. It's just won't be the case. If Dwayne's working, he's working night two. He's working Sunday night at WrestleMania. Austin did night one. It's, yeah. I he mean, event did night one. And listen, love Austin, but like, hate to say it at this point, Dwayne comes out with his star power. Yeah. Dwayne, Dwayne's, Dwayne's getting curtains on WrestleMania. Like, curtains. Not of night one, like, I'm closing WrestleMania. They, they could do what they did with Austin, too. Bring The Rock back for something on night two. Because Austin came back and stunned, yeah, uh, sure. Austin Theory and Pat McAfee uh, in their match on night two. So there's definitely something there. But that's you're the only right, thing I You you could be right. Like if Roman works both nights, which I mean, like okay, so you'll work you'll work Dwayne. You beat him night one, like you say. Fucking Dwayne just holds up Cody's arm on night two. That could be it. There there you go. Like that's that's where you make that mark. Yeah, I like that. 
I really do. I really because like it's great passing the torch from a fucking huge superstar. I think it's it's a little further down the line than I like because I don't think Dwayne would ever just do the job to go to like um, Saudi just yeah, to no. do the match there. No, so I I do think the plan is maybe moving to Mania. How that looks on a two night event now, hard to say. But I mean, if they're pushing for Dwayne, I'd like to see him in the Rumble. Yeah, I for, I'm not gonna lie. I don't want to see Dwayne in the actual Royal Rumble match. I just don't. I don't. I I actually don't know why. But to me, maybe it's because it's not my idea. I don't know. But it just to me, it just seems <laughs> that's 100. It. <laughs> it could be. It very well could be. But I just I I don't want to see it. Um, do you think Cody wins the Rumble again this year? Then I fucking sure hope not. But do you think he will? Do you think that's how they get Cody into the main event at WrestleMania? Probably the smartest way to do it is to just... But at this point, don't bring him in at fucking 30. No, if, if they were to do anything, you got to let him run it. Yeah, put him in at one or two, right? So and there you go. There you go, but it's yeah, he's he's probably in that pick of like he's winning the fucking rumble because he's Cody Rhodes. Like it's kind of clear that he's got the luck and he's the kind of person they want holding the belt outside of those doors. Mm-hmm. Outside of Roman. Great for talk shows, great for everything, but hey man, as long as there's still a writer's strike, like fucking Dwayne can be there as long as he wants. What movies is he working on? Nothing. Nothing. The same thing is the in the dirt sheets this week too was Batista, I guess, has been in contact with the Fed, whether he contacted sure. them or whatever. Oh, fuck, man. That first Endeavor meeting was like, who can we have back right now? I bet yeah. everyone's available. They Pretty are. Much. They're, yeah. they're available. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the Raw coming back was great. It, it just, the momentum from that moment carried throughout the rest of the show, and you could tell and you could feel it throughout yeah. the rest of the show. Uh, finished off with John Cena, with Grayson Waller, and that little schmoz there, which was fun. So yeah, great to see over 103 million views on social media from that's being touted by the WWE for the rocks return, which those numbers are just every time I see those numbers, I cut them in half because sometimes They're like really though, social, that kind of social like number they put up with Dwayne's fucking reach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's, they, they calculate every outlet, every person, every oh. fucking hashtag. Like sure. I could believe that reach social media is the one where I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can believe that. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, but that's the thing. Like I, they always say it's 103 million views, but it's, I, it'll never be 103 individual views kind of thing. Right. Like if I see it on YouTube yeah. or if I see it on Twitter, I'm going to also see it on TikTok, and that all just adds up. So that's why I couldn't have, but yeah. still an insanely profitable uh pat mcafee's records were great or ratings were great too having the rock on so it just shows man like as much as we don't want this writer strike to continue it's working well for the world wrestling federation so <laughs> <It really is. laughs> but yeah let us know what you think of uh the potential of the rock being in at wrestlemania 40 and how would you factor him in i don't see a triple threat i, ju- I just don't but I mean, do I want to see that? No, it's just, again, who are you valuing and who's the stock favorite? Yeah, I, I get it. So I like your idea better of like if Roman and Cody go in the main event of night two and then The Rock raises Cody's hand at the end. Yeah. And then depending on what happens, you can get Rock, Rock and Roman again. So yeah, that it's fun. It, it was a great night, uh, which I honestly, I, I also think that 
some of that momentum went into Monday Night Raw because it looked like a lot of guys were working their ass off on Monday Night Raw. So that was great. Those creative yeah. meetings are simple. Like, hey, light the fire. Friday they killed. You guys going to kill it on Monday or what? Yeah, we better fucking tear the house down. Absolutely. And if it's not that way, it fucking should be that way. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's fun time watching the Fed right now. All the ratings and the numbers are good. Raw's too long. But if you take out all the stuff that doesn't really matter, is just filler. You've got a very good show. So I enjoy quite a bit. But uh, before we go, Mike, uh, we haven't done it in a while. But I brought up to you the other week. And I was like, let's. We used to do rest of the month every month. And by used to, I think we've done it three times. But it is fun to do. It is a fun segment. And you and I haven't talked about it at all yet. But let's do no. wrestler. Let's do wrestler of the summer. We we haven't done it pretty much since I believe June or maybe early July, but it's been a couple months yeah. since we've done it. And I was thinking, man, how do I do this? Because you know, it's just if we're doing it now, it's last month, which is August, which SummerSlam time and three pay-per-views. That's a lot. But if we look at the bigger picture. It's summer's pretty much over. That's it. Let's do wrestler of the summer. So that's it. Let's do wrestler of the summer. I'm better than you, and you know it. I am the best on this microphone, in that ring, even at commentary. Nobody can touch me. We're the best. We're the best. Prove us wrong, boys. Scotty, wrestler of the summer. Uh, I am going with what I believe is the easiest pick. And I, I I won't crap on your idea or anyone else's idea. But I, to me, this is just the easiest pick. It's Orange Cassidy. That guy worked almost every single oh. week. Defending, oh, okay. Defending the international championship. Blew me away with this answer. Really? Oh, I thought this was the I, easy I gimme. Did see, I did not see you picking orange, and I agree with you work ethic wise. Still, the thing that guy has a lot to do, like work to do on the mic. Like, I love his gimmick. I'm an Orange Cassidy fucking mark, but I agree. If there's a guy who is on TV and wrestling, Orange Cassidy is that pick. It, it is, and I mean, I went for. I kind of did the whole summer, like June, July, August, up until September sure. here, and I. I kind of almost lean more towards, all right, who did we see live at, at collision when they were here in Regina? I was like, yeah, these guys are great, but I mean, FTR doesn't work every week. Punk didn't work every week. Joe didn't work every week. No. MGF doesn't work every week. And I was leaning towards, man, like you can't deny Adam or MGF's working more now than he ever has before on AEW. I'm like, man, it would be a great call, but I just, every kind of wrestler I put him up against orange Cassidy worked every bloody week. And if he if he was on dynamite talking, he was on rampage working, or and, you know. So I'm giving it to Orange Cassidy. He just lost his intercontinental or international championship to John Moxley there uh, at All Out, but the guy's been a constant on TV, and his matches have been fantastic. Pretty much opening dynamite almost every single week, if not doing like crazy matches on uh, on Collision and and Rampage. That you know the the parking lot brawls and stuff like that like the guys put in work the guys earned everything he's getting now and the, his stocks are up in AEW. that is scotty via's wrestler of the wow. summer wow scotty via 
Great pick. Thank you. Absolutely incredible pick. And good reasoning. What do you got? You know, my pick my pick was tough. It was a uh, between I had a, I had a few options. Okay. But I think you may be blown away, blown away with mine too. Paralegal Mike's wrestler of the summer was L A Knight. Wow. Yeah. Really? Looking back at who had the most traction over the summer. And sure, you all know it. I think that guy is just fine in the ring. He's good. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's great. But what LA Knight accomplishes not wrestling is insane. It's insane. That's a, I was that was the last person I was expecting from you out of all the options that were up there looking looking through what like when you look at orange cassie hell of a worker like just a fantastic fucking in-ring talent i just flipped that and i'm like la knight's a fantastic talent when he is on the microphone well done and well done and that and too it's like it's gripping enough where i'm like it created the biggest groundswell and crazy merch sales based off fucking promos and like it felt like the golden era of wrestling where it's like you wait and wait for them to touch and all you have is fucking Hogan telling you to <laughs> say your prayers, eat your vitamins. LA Knight is doing that and like with enough attitude era pizzazz behind it to keep me gripped from like if I'm on Twitter looking up highlights or doing that, I'm looking at fucking clips of LA Knight. Jumping on that to add to that too because that's such a great pick it with all that said plus the fact that every time he's come out the pop is louder and louder and louder people are, are talking and chanting with him louder and louder they're so invested involved it throws me back to the new age outlaw days the rock fuck hell even enzo and Cass, where the guy he, doesn't need a yep. mic he could just stand there and the crowd could do his whole spiel and know it word by word and that's not going away. It's just getting bigger and bigger each week. And that's and that's how I look at it too. Like, yeah, that's gripping people. Yeah. LA Knight, the fuck character, is grabbing a hold and really taking charge. It sucked because the bro chat shows I really yeah. wanted to put up there. I really did. But then it was just like, no, but it's wrestler. Like, I mean, I could like they are a tag team, yeah, but I I had to give it to LA Knight. Like just looking at stuff again today, like re going over wrestlers and stuff. I'm like, well, that's gonna be fucking LA night, isn't it? Like, and I know, like, it, people are just like, but Mike, you his in ring work. You, I'm like, I know what I said about his in ring work. Doesn't matter when that guy g- gets a microphone in his hand and hits the ring. Fuck, I'm listening. And when he hits his finish, I'm the listening. crowd pops. The crowd pops when he hits yeah. his finish. Well, so, like, um, he's yeah. I, I still expect just huge things moving forward for LA Knight. Yeah. Like they're going to figure this out, I hope. And, oh, I, and not fizzle a talent like that. I think there's a full blown plan. It's just pacing and getting to the rumble is my opinion. And then after the rumble, it's pacing to get to mania. So I think they got lots of time to do that. So let's just get through the Miz thing, which is fine. Miz is doing a great work in, in what he does. So oh, Miz always like the best fucking hand to like get people to the next level. Yeah exactly but, so but yeah la Knight and fucking orange cassie congratulations on being wrestlers of the summer one of my sleeper picks that i tried to justify making was samoa joe 
because lately for the stuff I've seen on Dynamite and online has been fantastic. But I just that, haven't that seen that tail end run of summer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, it's just not enough. Not not enough that I've seen when. It, but that's just because he's not on my TV enough. But um, yeah, Orange Cassidy, LA Knight, getting the props from the In My House Pod. You're welcome, guys. Thanks for everything <laughs> yeah, you do. Just boosted your career. <laughs> yeah, we're the worst driver the rocket to you, fellas. You go to the top. Uh, <laughs> um, as always, hit us up on the socials at In My House Pod. That's where you'll find us. We're we're plugging away and planning some other fun stuff for online as well. Uh, I'm gonna get back on the TikToks too, Mike. See if I can uh, make us TikTok famous. But you're busy, man. We both we both have those things called jobs. Oof, yeah, we really really do. But uh, potty's the fun part. That's that's the fun part. So uh, yeah, stick with us. Follow us on there as always. When you're listening to the show on whatever platform it is, hit that share button. Share it to your social medias. Let everyone know this is a fun show to listen to, and it really is. Debate with us uh, online if you want. We'd love to you guys to join the conversation. We'd love to hear it. Uh, actually, we got a tweet from uh, from Justin twenty five on Twitter. He said, hey. "Add in my house pod has the best intro of any wrestling podcast. Goosebumps every time." Thanks, brother. Very much appreciate that. Um, it's hard work by my boy Scotty B. And the best opinions from Paralegal Mike only. <laughs> We're gonna edit that out. We're gonna edit that out, guys. Edit that part out. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for checking out the show this week. It's been a blast. We'll be back next week. We'll be getting ready for fast lane. Oh, I'm going so fast in this lane. I can't control my car anymore. Prepare legal Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Scotty V and is in my house for us podcast. Welcome to my house. It's my house. Yowie wowie.